This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. the hard edge but you had to get it in and pull directly up yeah and, and oh, it pop it like off straight up yeah straight up but it jerked it and you all you know, the the bathtub gets the angel share yeah. because it oh. often jizzes your suds everywhere you so you lose your suds bit. out <laughs> and they went everywhere got it well, yeah. and unjerked your suds we're rolling oh see i didn't, nice. I didn't even hear it in these uh <laughs> hey everybody because so, i turned off the count in uh, oh, you sneaky motherfucker. Uh, you might have heard some voices there. My Hello. voice is the voice of me, Jeff. I'm the host of the Hooniverse podcast. And we have two very special guests. In uh, If you've heard their voice, you already know who they are. Right? Oh, we yes. Have, <laughs> Mr. Regular and I'm Roman dropping himself. dropping my voice down. Let's <laughs> <That's laughs> just start in with the gravelly voice, the one that impregnated Delaware. That's, mm. See, he's already fist mm. He's already fist deep in the West Coast. Uh, thanks for joining us, fellas. Yeah, going to open a whole hand. Oh. Yeah, oh, great to hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, that's that's a special talent. If if you got if you're that far advanced, that's that's a whole other level. That's some Houdini stuff, right? Yes, there. that's wonderful. Roman had this very good line in one of the uh, recent regular car reviews videos um, that's got retweeted a lot. Is that if I can't stick my hand up your ass and open my hand, we have nothing to discuss. <laughs> and that one got re- I, I remember <laughs> yeah, that yeah. one got retweeted Are a you lot. Guys sure, you're not going to SEMA because that would play well there. Um, <laughs> so. First night in California for the Pacific Fister. Um, yeah. That's Speaking exciting. Of, by the yeah. way, my litmus test, jazz hands. Oh. What's jazz oh, wow. hands? <laughs> he takes it a step further. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Two at once. Uh, yeah. Welcome to California again. Welcome back. Thank yeah. you. Uh, we, I was telling uh, Chris out in the parking lot, the first time we were here, we were very coddled. We were led by the hand. Uh, Matt Farah did most of the driving, as you did a little bit, and so did Blake Wrong. Yeah. Um, we, the only time I drove in L.A. was driving Nino's Nitro (gasps) following uh, uh, Matt in the DeLorean and that was only for a little bit but now that was just over by their old house so it was residential right right the now it's up to me uh, Roman and we have a third volunteer coming in tomorrow fan uh, Eric who's uh, from uh, San Diego he's gonna help out with all the filming He's going to help. He's going to be our He's going to go the whole trip? He's in the whole trip. Oh, yes. wow. He's, For a he's, fan, that's So you've got awesome. a new friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, I, I told him, you maybe buy some food for yourself, from the, but everything else is on me. Your, you, your money doesn't Did you come tell out. him, please don't kill us? Well, like we're ten years. Skins and I checked him out. I got twenty pounds on him. I'm good. good. Yeah, and I have considerably more. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's I, I, it's kind of funny when we got here how close this whole Pacific Visser came to not even happening, mm-hmm. just because of the uh, unpleasantness with the million mile Lexus. Let's hear about it. I mean, let's, let's. So normally, just so you know, normally I will not. Sometimes I write up a, what I call a podcast rundown, and it's my guide to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even write in the stupid intro sometimes. I write in the outros to tell Chris to pimp shout engine. I write in most of that, so I at least have a guy. Oh, you actually do? See, I never pay any attention to that. 
I just fly by the seat of my so, pants. But, but there are many episodes where we do that. And yeah. this episode, I was going to write, you know, let's dive into your history and find mm-hmm. out who you guys really are. And then I had baby duty and I said, fuck it. So we have no guide. So let's fi- find out what's going on with the Millie Mile Lexus. Let's hear that. Well, well, I think the story starts this morning before you guys even knew. I got mm-hmm. a text at 930 this morning from, from Rick. Professor Radcliffe? Yes, Professor Radcliffe. Soon to be Dr. Radcliffe, impressively. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's that's. Tr- I was making a joke about Professor Radcliffe, but you are. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I got a, I got a text from him about nine thirty this morning, and then about forty five minutes after that, I woke up. Um, I was working. <laughs> what time until- did you guys land? By the way, we landed about ten thirty Pacific time. Isn't isn't east to west the best flight you can do? Oh, it's oh. ten in the morning. Let's go get coffee. The sun's coming. This is it's, and I all the traffic's already gone. It's perfect. It was del- it was delightful coming in and the smell and I I mean this in a very wonderful way. I like the way Los Angeles smells. It's not the L.A. River. There's a certain dry happiness. Maybe it's that I'm always in Pennsylvania and always on the East Coast. It's always wet I know, and moist. I know and this what is, you're talking about. This is humid for L.A. right now, too. This is right. very well, humid. Today, today's I, one of the first non-humid days, but I know as, an, as a former East Coaster, mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about because the opposite happens to me. If I fly home to Boston in the winter and there's no leaves on the trees and this, everything's like this gray tones and the sidewalks are cracked and, and you're just like I need to go home back to California that's one thing here even in some of the more sketchy streets that we've driven down today the sidewalks are kind of fine they're fine there's no they're, grass they're growing well, up through them the one thing you will see with the sidewalks water. here are <laughs> ones that have basically been turned into a skate park via earth movement yeah uh-huh. is you'll get big ones that'll just ramp right up in the middle and they'll have like a four foot rise oh just from tectonic shifting but if, mm. but if you grabbed a random Californian off the street and asked them if they knew what a speed hump was or sorry like a, a snow hump yeah uh, they, they or would, a snow heave yeah they would have no clue New Hampshire frost they're everywhere heaves. Yeah. yeah frost heaves thank you see I, I, I've my brain's already forgotten yeah. that shit I yeah. kind of knew the concept okay. So, okay here's an east coast question when you see a fire hydrant and you see a four foot uh, fiberglass pole coming out the side of it that's on a spring. What's that for? I don't know. I think I hit one of those once in college when I was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, they're fun to... Snowbank markers. There you go. Oh, So when right, it snows right. higher than the fire hydrant... No, no, no. I, I can picture it now. The snow yes. plow knows not to not to run his plow there or yep. hit the fire hydrant. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which I know what you're talking about. works until you live in New Hampshire and you have 12-foot snowbanks and those... Ooh. Game, well, game this year over. my dad said... Because Boston again got killed this year with the snow. Boston, New York, they all. Um, yeah. It was snowing so much he just didn't even have. He would shovel, and then the new snow would fall, and he wouldn't even have anywhere to put that snow. I recall mm-hmm. one year we had gone to. This is, this is a car podcast. Twelve or yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was probably twelve or thirteen, and we drove. We drove to Florida for vacation, and we came back, and there was a solid foot. Of ice in oh, our driveway. I've seen that. I've, and yep. the night that we came back, it was in the middle of a blizzard. Oh. And you can't so get into your fucking driveway. Couldn't get into the driveway. So it took us an hour and a half to be able to dig it out to be able oh, to get no. in there. And then the entire night, of course, everybody's got to go into our normal you know, school and work and everything the next day. We spend the entire night, every two hours, going out with this snowblower. Just blowing the driveway, the extra six inches that have accumulated. Oh, my goodness. That's fun. So, Rick called or texted yes. this yes. morning. So, Rick texted <laughs> this morning, and he goes, uh, we have a problem with the Lexus. Oof. Uh, it doesn't go into reverse. Uh-oh. Yeah. What happened? Uh, so, 
we don't quite know what's wrong in the transmission yet. Bueller, some of those miles off. Uh, maybe <laughs> I don't know. Maybe some kids at the school took it out for a late night run, and you know the the swanky nine hundred sixty thousand mile Lexus. Yeah. But um, so he took it. So to no tra- reverse. No reverse. Took it to a transmission shop, and guy goes basically. Be about twenty two hundred dollars for me to take it apart and figure out what's wrong with it and, and fix it. Uh, Matt frantically called up Lexus and right. went, "What can you do? Because it's kind of silly to throw twenty two hundred grand into of a course. car that you spent four thousand dollars on in the first place." Of course, yeah. and Lexus wants to see this to fruition. Right. Although the question being is, will Lexus have a transmission for this? Well, also on there, and they're like. Yeah, this was fun, but... <laughs> yeah, now they're actually putting money. But they brought it to Pebble Beach, so they... Yeah. They, they're kind of invested at this point. To them, so. to, and the marketing budget of a major oh, yeah. automaker. Especially right. Lexus. So yeah. here's a random tangent, which is what all we do in the show. I was I was at the Isle of Man this year, and I was there mm-hmm. asking, like... One of my questions was, why do you guys sponsor the Isle of Man? Because I was there with Subaru, sorry. I was there with Subaru. I was like, why do you do... It was like, well, that first year we came... We wanted to set the record in a car. We had Mark Higgins. This is the island he's from, and the the rec they hadn't there hadn't been a car record since like a long long time ago, and it was in a something slow and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So they could easily break it. and They just wanted to smash it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they went to the Isle of Man people, and they were like, "No way, no, 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 no. This is a motorcycle thing. No, no cars. No." Mm-hmm. They're like, "Well, we we really want to do this. We have Mark, you know, hometown boy. All right, if you sponsor the event, the whole the thing. whole event, we can do it." And they're like, all right, what's it going to cost? And they gave them the number, and it was so much lower than they thought <laughs> that the the PR person didn't even need to go to the marketing budget. He nice. had it in his own budget, and they've sponsored it for like three years plus now. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's so automakers get them eyeballs, and that's and that's Subaru. Yeah, that's not Lexus. Yeah. yeah. That's not what number three in the world now, or number two in the world. Uh, yeah, Toyota as a as a whole, or Lexus as a luxury brand. Uh, I'm going to go on with. Well, does does Toyota underwrite their own uh, luxury brand, or do they have their own? That's now we're getting into the economics. I they of car actually companies. operate as wholly separate business units. Really? But I mean, same. I mean, they go. Oh yeah, that platform's cool. Yeah, well, obviously we're going we have to use it. But yeah, mm. they like if you go to the offices just down the road here for now until they move to Texas. Uh, there's a Lexus building. There's a Scion building, and there's a Toyota. Huh. I don't know if Lexus is moving. I know. Oh, I mean, I would. Well, it would make sense for them to stay in California, but I'd be shocked if they didn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I mean, I, I see some value for a brand like Lexus being here because so much of their marketing and everything is probably done out of LA. And this is oh, it you're not getting marketing done in Waco. No, mm-hmm. and the, the amazing thing though, say you were a young Lexus employee and you're like, yeah, fuck it, I don't care, I'll move. Your cost of living is about to become amazing. Yeah, but they're also going to mm-hmm. cut pay. I don't think they do that. I'd be. I, I, I see. I think that's one of the perks is that's how you sell the people is like, yeah, we're going to move you and we're not going to give you a raise or a deduction, but we're technically kind of giving you a but raise. But you're also in Waco. Mm. So, fuck but they, that. they need, they need to entice people to go. Yeah. Mm. Like, oh, remember how you wanted to buy a house in California and they're all a million dollars. Now they're 300,000 and it's four bedrooms, 3,000 square feet on an acre of land. Welcome to what the rest of the country deals with. Yeah. Right. Well, you're allowed to go so long as you're not oh, gay or black. Otherwise, game's <laughs> off. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so the Lexus is broken. Matt's Lexus Yeah, so broken. the Lexus, lo- looping back in, yeah. uh, so it's going to be fairly significant, and it's not going to be a day fix. You know, no. There was some hope that it would be a quick fix, but the transmission It's funny because I, I got a, an email from Rick um, the other day. 
and he's like, hey, the Lexus is almost done. We've got to start getting the truck in here soon. So, because he's going to mm. do some stuff on uh, Hoon Truck. Oh, we we got to talk about that. We got to talk about Fords because RCR yes, has a, has their project car, which is. Yeah, I know. Um, I love it. Our, 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 uh, we have. Um, Let's finish with the Lexus. We have a lot to do. Like yeah. we could spend a while here. This could become a two-part episode mm-hmm. potentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, we may yeah. have a special guest coming in as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A friend later. So, so, so what the hell is Plan B for your car? Because that was the car, right? Yes, we, we were. That was the fist mobile. I know. <laughs> I just wanted like I, I won nine days in that MFR. It I'm, so really used, I'm so used to doing terrestrial radio that I still censor oh, myself. Oh, you can even s- fucking swear your fucking sweet cunt, little face off. Cunt, 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 Oh, you cunt. can't say that, though. No, oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> see, that's a funny thing, because RCR is not, is not no. a profane... Oh, sorry. Hard piece. Um, is not a profane show. It's very vulgar, obscene, yeah. but we never dive into those words. You because skirt around for... Yeah. I mean, it's a part of it is the academic end to it. Like there are so many words. Like, <laughs> I you love don't... how you're referring to this as an academic pursuit. God damn it! You have two guys here with master's degrees in English literature. <laughs> that is literature. true, and, so, it's, and you're, you know, it's evident. I think I'm like but, four four classes away from having a double master's. Yeah. In this, like, I would get it just to the rub title in of your face. road trip is about fisting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just to bring it back to down. If you I know, had, and this if, is why these are gentlemen if, after my own heart. If, of course. If, if RCR gets to the point where I have. Uh, fuck me money I'm gonna go to Indiana University of Pennsylvania and pay my own way and get a doc uh, uh, Indiana University has uh, it's it's the same one I think that uh, Greg Hafer did it was uh, uh, Greg Hafer was a, a friend of ours at Christian University Radio and they have a, a doctoral in rhetoric and composition, mm. and and just and then I wouldn't be Mister Regular. I just go around calling myself Doctor, and it's like you're not that. Uh, I'm like hell yes I am. <laughs> Check out the. I was going to ask, are you going to change it to Doctor Regular? At you that have point. to. You'd have to. I mean, if Bill yeah. Cosby can be Doctor Cosby, well, not anymore. Yeah, well, I was going to say, well, <laughs> well he's, he's got a PhD it. in rapeology. <laughs> <laughs> Ohio. Nice. I mean, I'm sure he knows his chemicals. Or- yeah. Oh, mm. God. Uh, so organic chemistry was a strong suit. <laughs> oh. what, uh, did you see the uh, – what's his name? Uh, Keenan Thompson was just on Seth Meyers' show. He was Ooh, telling a story yeah. about how uh, – because they shot – what movie was it? Oh, the Fat Albert movie together. Mm. And Keenan said uh, after it was done, Cosby came over to him and um, he's like, you know – after this movie comes out, it's going to do so well that you're going to need two dicks for all the. Gr- and he's telling this to Seth Meyers, and and Keenan was like, "Okay, great." Like, and the, that's when you you know, like this guy's off. Yeah, right. and I'm that's so like glad that's, that's like a guy that's like probably 25 or 28 at the time of that, and he's not shy of making some vulgar jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's not like he's shy on no, that subject. But if you matter. say something, the guy's like, "What the fuck?" No, that's uh, like your grandpa coming up from. to you and going. You're gonna have to beat all that pussy off with you with a stick. You know, yeah, it's just yeah. gross. If my grandpa said, I'd be like, "Yes, yeah. right, grandpa." Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm just so glad that story didn't end with Bill Cosby fucking the shit out of Keenan. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> you know, or Bill Cosby revealing he has two dicks. Yeah, yeah. like that guy on uh, Reddit. Reddit. Uh, that was an amazing mm-hmm. Double AMA. Dick, yeah. Double yeah. dick, dude. Amazing. I saw the picture. I'm like, uh, I cannot lo- look at it. But I cannot bear not to look at yeah, it. Well, yeah. for science, for science. I, if you I want remember, to earn your doctor title, <laughs> I think my favorite thing from that though was him explaining the mechanics of the time that he had two gentlemen in him and then two ladies on top of him, <laughs> and that was that was. Just, I like I like that four out of four people know exactly what the fuck's going on. <laughs> Double dick dude. Um, <laughs> no hesitation. Yeah, I read He's the AMA. Two. I was there. Was I was there live? But here's here's the interesting thing is, and this is where it comes back to Pacific Fister. Mm. Two dicks, one asshole. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's nothing else you can do besides porn. So, what so, is 
the move now? The move is we have a rental car. Yes. Um, and we got it through. Well, maybe we'll get – maybe there will be a silver lining. We don't have the um, the million-mile Lexus, but maybe we can have a working relationship with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. That would be helpful. And just like tweet to them. I mean, they did automatically – we didn't we didn't flash any YouTube anything, but they did upgrade us from a <laughs> Nissan Versa to a Toyota Corolla. Very nice. So, okay, we got that. The, uh, the Corolla is a much better car than the Versa, just mm-hmm. so you know. So yeah. there's that. Oh, yeah. Endlessly. Yeah. So, and, and uh, we And you kept some, it in the Toyota family. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's that. <laughs> yeah. We got that. I think we were talking in the parking lot. I, th- I don't know if that thing has a CVT drive or has a really crappy four-cylinder or four-speed. It probably has a CVT. Mm-hmm. I think, but I, I could be I wrong. I think they're still rocking the conventional automatics. I think the drivetrain just sucks. It could be that, too. Okay, um, it's a 2014, if anybody wants to be the master of Google, and uh, it's a 2014 Toyota Corolla base model, whatever their oh, base model is. Plastic wheel covers. It is covers. a rental car. Yeah. Um, that's now, true. I, ha- um, I-, I was talking to a buddy of mine who's uh, down in uh, – he's near Dulles Airport down in D.C. Mm-hmm. He had a um, – was it – it may have been a Versa or, or some rental car from a, a dealership that you know, they gave you the car for a week. And he said that one, even though the red line was 6-2, the, whatever, the rental company capped it at 4. And he, you could floor it and it would go to 4 and just stop. <laughs> it would cut out there. So I wonder if they, if, if a rental fleet, if they dial back well, I mean, something. that is cr- a crazy beast of a car. They would want to dial that back. <laughs> Dialing back. So the base Corolla does have a four-speed automatic or a six-speed manual. Okay. The Once you go up, you jump to CVTs. Interesting. Okay. It has no sat-nav, although it does have the screen. It has Bluetooth. It has a setting on the automatic shifter. F- it that the, the, the letter B. B is there. <laughs> I think oh, that's for engine was. braking, right? I mean, that's what it is in hybrids. Is it? I was oh, gonna say, maybe we have a hybrid. A, in we a have Prius, a hybrid out there? In no. a Prius, no. no, no it would have badging. Oh, okay. Um, in a Prius, there's a regular drive, which has the low rolling, like it just lets it roll. Okay. And then you t- put it into B, and it signifies engine braking. So okay. So it like makes it feel more like a normal, uh, more conventional car. So... Maybe that's we'll what give that a test in the bay. Or area. it's for bitching and just or it's <laughs> just for base model. Yeah. So it as love it would have been lovely to have yeah. that. I yeah. mean, just the seats are probably. I haven't driven the car yet, but mm. it's a Lexus. It is. And it's yeah. full line. Mm-hmm. The one we're going to conquer, America Lexus. So yeah. it's got to be super comfortable. I got a chance to drive it once before up in Scranton in the winter time, uh, or actually near Hazelton. Uh, Freddie Hernandez or. Tar- Tavarish, Tavarish, I Tavarish think. Yeah. Uh, from uh, he drove that cross country, right? He did. Yeah. This was on his way west. Did he break it too? Something uh, happened. Like, I'm not blaming minor. him. It's, I mean, I car's 900 fucking thousand miles. Have, he might have had a radiator issue. Oh. They did stop somewhere in the Midwest. Something happened, but it wasn't a big deal. But he he swung by your your place. He got as close as he could. He oh, was on. He Scranton, was on. Scranton, I, right. He was in Scranton. He was on I eighty one. I live closer down to Hamburg, Pennsylvania. So, and that's also where I got to plug Bruce Hen's shop, who is working on RCR's project. Oh, car. we'll be diving into that for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the John Denver of garages. <laughs> it's hmm. Yeah, oh. He's got a little John Denver look to him. Oh, he. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. He does. 
But Bruce is an amazing, amazing man. And his shop that I wrote a little bit for it on uh, Road and Track, Road and Track um, which is kind of my like double job. Well, now I'm learning your life and that you, you have a bunch of first jobs. Yeah. And they're all first jobs. Yes. When uh, whoever needs something done, well, then that, that now it's your number one priority. Yeah. But uh, I wrote uh, an article for Road and Track about how uh, reality TV just gets can never get a car show a garage build show right because they have to make it sell in St. Louis. So they have to have just manufactured drama and they have this idea in their head that mechanics are actors. Right. And they have to get them to portray an emotion. But acting, I tried it once. It's not easy. Yeah. Some people pick it up. I mean, Roman knows you were. Yeah, I did a lot of acting in high school and college. Uh, it's weird getting into the Taylor Swift story. I'll do that later. But (laughs) it's weird because the whole thing about it is they want to make a garage show, but they want to make it a manufactured drama, but then they're going to go put it on, say, the Speed Channel or a channel that nobody is going to want. I want my action. I want it now. Yeah. 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 Nobody wants to. I don't want to hear your your faggoty complaints. (laughs) And you're you're like, whoa, buddy, let them them do their scene. That's. Yeah. These are people who will still write letters to the network. Exactly. Not emails, not tweets. Letters. I'll send a postcard. (laughs) Let me get out my quill. (laughs) If I was at the FCC or the network and was receiving those, I would have a conveyor belt that just went straight into an incinerator well yeah. you know some somebody made a, an interesting comment on uh jay leno's announcement that jay leno's garage is going to television which everybody mm. kind of always knew it was which was right. funny because like everybody out here that's in the car industry is like we've known about it for like a year yeah, yeah. and the the thing is uh and the, the trailer do- was cool but the people are people were saying man i hope they don't start to manufacture drama for it and i don't mm, think they will no, no the guys at leno's garage no they'll have no part in it. there are a bunch of 50 and 60 year old guys that just live under steam powered cars yeah, yeah. commercial is um, kind of silly though I, I i thought it was kind of neat it was, it was nice it it super mad, silly it had this mad max feel to it yeah but bit. like like yeah hey, i'm mad max i'm so angry like that <laughs> yeah. do, you, do, you, do you think they're going to recycle stuff from the web show i i haven't heard that they were going to do that but if you look some of them are cut to maybe 24 minutes long and mm. so it's possible because 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 leno's web show and i love it that a lot of it is talking and telling stories and you don't even i mean sometimes if i want to see the car i'll scrub a head oh yeah and, i do uh, the same thing and to get to the car but mm-hmm. other times it's fun my favorite one is when iacocca was on and oh, I didn't you even see iacocca like last year he's still alive and he had uh um, driving k cars still he did he have he, his mustang he, they did have a a 64 and a half mustang right oh, there he did a modern they did a modern iacocca oh, mustang. They, that that you, you're right Okay. You're right. That's the, the same one. one or, same yeah. one. Yeah. And um, but the thing is, you always want to believe your heroes will will stay in the idea of when you knew them. In that, I, I look at Iacocca as like this evuncular uh, uh, man who's there to hand you a hot cocoa on a warm day and tell you some stories but truth is time marches on and he's in his late 80s and i think no, he's 90 nine? going on 91 Jeez. okay as far as i know so he was standing but he had his like a like a friend or a buddy with him who had his hand under his uh, armpit you know helping wow, really? stand up a little bit i mean they couldn't just give the guy a fucking seat 
I mean, maybe that's right. They could have maybe just sat down, for maybe that he, a little. Maybe bit. he's not even comfortable doing that though. Maybe it was pride. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was that. If I'm going to be on camera, I want to stand up. My my grandmother's 97, and she still like when I went over to see her. I mean, she's kind of well, bedridden at this point, but I won't dwell on that. I mean, she remembers uh, she remembers cars. She remembers Studebakers when they were new and stuff like that. And uh, uh, she said something very telling. Well, finish Iacocca, and uh, <laughs> so. We all we all sort of break down, but it, he was there, and uh, we. Ooh, I don't know if we should talk about this about talking about trying to get back into the Jalopnik Film Festival. Oh yeah, <laughs> trying to make one because we didn't even get we didn't get selected this year. We got selected last year, but not this year. So we want to go back and try to try to make a film that's going to break that festival. Yeah, try try, and then and we had this conversation with Roman and I in the car. Like I know there are. Well, this is more your area because you're an arts and entertainment writer. Like, I feel weird about trying to make Oscar bait, but there is there's there is a, a formula. People don't realize that there's always been a formula, but I mean, and it's going to be different for a film festival. But if you look at somebody like Lee Iacocca, who's lived more in a fraction of the time than most people would get to live in seven lifetimes mm-hmm. and still people have sort of forgotten who he is and why he's important. This mm-hmm. is a guy who, you know took automotive industry and made it into something that is still able to exist at a competitive level mm-hmm. because you well, know i think he's largely responsible for the idea of platforms yeah you know it's it's everything was onesie twosie before right like, and then and we can segue to that because he created he created the mustang out of the falcon platform yeah exactly. and now we can segue <laughs> into forge your truck he and took, he took the eugene bordenat style and design slapped it onto a mid-sized ford falcon jammed in a ford fairlane engine and then he just peddled it out to young people by sending out one free mustang to each of the major disc jockeys in america in order to get them to sort of pimp the car to the youth culture because that's who they would listen to wait radio still has that pool right <laughs> actually you, you joke but i uh I, I was listening to the radio the other day and i heard um I heard I heard them say, "What did he say?" Oh, I just I, he literally said it was like Kevin and Bean was talking about driving something. Uh, he's like, "Yeah, I just spent a week in this car." So automakers give press cars to radio people all the time. Which, yeah, mm. I I couldn't tell you the last time I listened to the radio. Um, however, on that note, we should pause for a minute because yep. our other friend is showing up, and uh, we'll get him going. Ooh, spooky, spooky! <laughs> Break away from the mics to let in our guest, Mr. Corbin Goodwin. What are you talking about? This is the deer that Chris <laughs> hit on Latico last week. Nice. <laughs> My hoof spins all the way around because of you. Devil deer. <laughs> I feel Devil like I deer. was spectating Group B rally and this mm-hmm. RS200 just crested a hill. And mm-hmm. I didn't know Too it was soon. a deer. I was hoping it was a marsupial just for variety. <laughs> I can't. I, Did I, you I, hit something? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. I didn't hear. Your no. car looked fine outside. Uh, I guess mm-hmm. uh, Rick wasn't responsible for fixing that. Oh, shit, Rick. Um, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I know it's not your fault. Uh, oh, geez, so, know, Rick. you wanted to segue into the, the Falcone. Yeah, and the this Falcon is good punch. that Corbin Goodwin is here because you're also familiar with the subject of yes. the Vagabond Falcon, Fair. having driven it. I touched it. Mm. Oh, the. The um okay, so we were talking. I, I about- too was inside her. <laughs> I was gonna say, but you had your hands down deep in there. Oh yeah, yeah, I was looking. Uh, so jazz hands. What year is it? 1960. We have oh. a first year, and we believe we have a first run. Oh, of wow. It. Uh, we have a, We ran the uh, yeah, no VIN numbers in 1960, just serial numbers. So we ran the serial number uh, RCRs. 
project car and future face of the show since we don't have faces <laughs> is a uh, uh, 1960 Ford Falcon four door. Uh, which currently is, uh, let's see, we looked at the serial number. It was manufactured August 23rd, 1959 in Edison, New Jersey. It's an East Coast Falcon, not a Dearborn Falcon. Mm. So it's. I didn't even know that was a thing. There were, they, they had a manufacturing plant in the Midwest, Ford, mm-hmm. uh, in Michigan, and they also owned Edison Assembly in, uh, New Jer- in Edison, New Jersey, which I think was later called the Malwan Assembly Plant, and it's closed in, like, maybe the 70s or something You're like You're learning that. so much about Falcons, though, aren't you? Every, like, every, like, single bit. Like, this was at the beginning, like, uh, Roman was talking about how uh, the idea of packaging and, and models and trim levels didn't exist until Iacocca. Back then, everything was just an option. You just picked and choose. And our Falcon, the only option it has is the Fordomatic two-speed, and, which was still Ford's Whoa. original first automatic. Really? Yeah. That Holy they made shit. in like you can Google and get the numbers right. I think they first made. I think Ford first made an automatic. In 1953 or something like that, I could be wrong about yeah, because that. Because it was GM was the first, I believe, and then Chrysler came along so, soon after. Same but, automatic that's in the current uh, VET and the ATSV, I believe. Oh, yeah, oh, that, yeah. That, that, that transmission <laughs> sucks. Uh, <laughs> but the, the Chryslers had the really cool uh, button push automatic. That was in the Dart. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nomads the, had the push too, right? Yeah, there was a few of them. Ed, like Edsel's had that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Edsel's, Did it? Edsel, yeah. Was one Edsel, of features, I think was one of, the first, one of the first. I just saw one of the first one that had the, the Fordomatic too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just went to the uh, Henry Ford Museum. What was it? Saturday. Really? Uh, yeah. Where weird. is it? Uh, it's in it's in Dearborn. Oh, nice. Wait, you were you were just in Michigan. I was just <laughs> in Michigan. <laughs> I just I flew in for the day to go to a Ford nice. Museum. Fancy <laughs> motherfucker. Huh? Uh, no, no, it was a wedding thing. So oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I I flew out there, did the uh, Henry Ford Museum. It was a weird mishmash of shit. They had like, they had, you know, aeronautical stuff mixed with car stuff. Hey, and what then, happened in the forties? Nothing with Germany or the Jews. Well, Don't worry this about is it. the great thing is in the center of it, they've got this whole thing civil like they've got the the Rosa uh, Parks bus and they've got like a whole civil rights thing about there. And I'm like, hmm, conspicuously, there's a little bit of sympathy for a certain group missing out of the yeah. equation here. Yes. Uh, and yeah, Henry Ford did happen to publish a few things. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what uh, What engine is in your car? 144 cubic inch straight six. Now that sounds great because that's what 2.4 liters and the uh, and it's also a very short stroke which sounds awesome. Originally in 1960 it made 80 horsepower. 80 to 90 horsepower and 132 foot pounds of torque but 55 years have passed since then <laughs> yeah so and uh corbin you can tell you you were driving it and we went up a hill it was you myself <laughs> and and dan Soletter, who's a mechanic and friend of the show tell us what happened uh well we approached the hill with our hopes high our flags <laughs> waving uh we had some we had a speed of that was above zero and mm-hmm. as we reached the top of the hill much like uh calculus two we were we were approaching zero you know as the hill increased Uh, and then we popped the hood at the top and it was really weird you look in there's just like this malnourished dog just laying there in the engine bay yeah and that explained it it wasn't an engine at all it was just a small dog and he hadn't been fed in a while and i i get it now it we were going about 10 miles an hour it was really bad Uh, the the, the floor yeah nothing i thought we weren't gonna have a little two barrel carb one barrel 
Holy shit. A Holly one barrel feeds six cylinders. It's a little wooden barrel that like Donkey Kong will throw at you. <laughs> and I'm betting it's probably not holding compression very well as my at this point either. It's not holding uh, we well. we didn't run a compression check. Uh we I pulled the uh the um the spark plugs, they're all wet. And uh <laughs> Well that's like give it that's like doing an HIV test on a ninety eight year old. It's just mm. like, well fuck it, who cares? <laughs> it right it's, it would be fine to keep it in stock form if we lived in Omaha when we never had to go up and down a hill yeah. and could just cruise this along. Kills it in Kansas. <laughs> it, it it was great. I bought this car in Nashville, this was one of the dumbest things I ever did. <laughs> I bought a one-way ticket. Nothing good comes from Nashville. Whoa. Uh, music. music. I don't even I, like I, country I, music. I lack the cultural competence to argue that. <laughs> <laughs> the the um, I, I bought a one-way ticket from uh, Philly to Nashville on one of those Embry airplanes that just sound like a blender the entire time. <laughs> and uh, get in uh, by the uh, by the Falcon, and you know, it, car. One of the there was a very good Reddit post about what what things about it was on our cars, and what things shouldn't you do in car culture, or what what are some of the faux pas? And the number one thing is you never ask how much someone paid for a car, and like some like really you're not supposed to ask. Yeah, you're never supposed to ask. It's like how much did you pay for your wife's ring? Right, right. It's, you, you don't bring that up, but I'll bring that up. Uh, we agreed on a price of seven thousand dollars for a fifty-five year old car, and so uh, the body then is fine. The body has some a little bit of rust underneath. Uh, I'll because uh, holy can, shit, that number you you need to move to California. That just it seems high to me. Living here in California for a Falcon, it's pretty nice. Seven thousand, yeah. Nice. That's see, that's what that's why I'm guessing. It's been repainted once. It has a small rust hole uh, under the driver's seat or under the driver's footwell. That's it. Um, a little bit under the rear fender. It's been repainted once. The engine's original. The transmission's original. There was a uh, some uh, an after like in the nineties. There's Jensen speakers in it. Oh, I was going to say like an Alpine or a Blaupunk. <laughs> it you has, put your Max L tapes and just sit back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Max L, yeah. The, uh, it has the, still has a vacuum-operated windshield wipers. And uh, curiously enough, no side mirrors. Those were a option, a safety option. It has no side mirrors, no reverse lights. Again, safety option. I can't believe that was an option. That's crazy. Yeah, reverse lights. So I was shocked the other day that I had a press card that didn't have a backup camera. Like, I thought this shit was mandated. Where the, yeah. And it was a Miata. And I could just turn oh. around and fucking see. Whoa. And I still Whoa. was looking for the camera. <laughs> I, drove a, I drove two C7s for RCR, and both of them, even with the top down, I still needed that camera. The yeah. ass end of that car yeah. is so high, but, you can't see it. But they the are mandated, but I guess it's like another year? Or? Yeah, I think it's 2017 models. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was 16 it, or 15. It got pushed back. It, uh, because, but yeah, know, every car is going to have them. So I was, I was, a fucking Miata. I was like, "Where's my camera?" <laughs> oh, okay, fine. Yeah, <laughs> just turn around. The um, so let's see, it's running on Cooker Classics. Uh, there's a new fuel tank. So hold, hold on, the sorry, the those tires. I'm curious, are they old school look with actual tread, or are they real like? old school tires they're old school look they're steel okay, belts. they're very they're, safe and yeah yeah like they're, they're very bias. thin they're the, yeah they're thin they're right. about the width of this pint glass sure. but they or have the tread and, yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah they're, right, they're cool. great t- it's gonna be hard I've to get rid of about those yeah because uh, they've been fine i mean i i've t- taken corners very hard and uh 
as as hard as you dare. I was going to say it's a relative term. Looking over at Corbin, he's like, okay. It's power power steering or no? Oh no, yeah. no, no, no! I don't even think that was an option. I could be wrong. Maybe the Mustang was the first one to I, offer power steering. Mm, it was around that period. I'm trying to think because it, there was the Thunderbird era mm. where they were trying to make these sort of uh, like the luxury personal coupe yeah. before the personal right. coupe. You know, it's one of those things that I bet half the stuff that came out in the '60s Mustangs bolts right into that. So well, power it's steering, like ninety percent of it does. But what you'll find is there's that other ten percent that you're like, why the fuck doesn't this fit from mm. the Mustang? That's what uh, so co-owner of Hooniverse Tim O'Dell has a '64 Falcon. Ooh, and, uh, oh and yeah, I, you linked me to his. Uh, blog yeah, about if it. you get if you get up near him, you should drive it mm. um, if you have time. But it's uh, he says it's like 90 to 95 percent of Mustang things bolt right in, and then mm. there's that odd 10 to 5 percent that you're like, what the fuck? This is like the steering rack is slightly different, or you mm. know, little things like that. They were able to change uh, the dimensions of the engine bay because the Falcon is on paper unibody. That what they did is they welded the body to the frame. It doesn't mm. bolt on. So, and when they made the Mustang, it has a slightly longer bo- longer hood. And so you get a little bit more dimensions in there. So no 429s in your Falcon. Oh no, no 429. <laughs> it, it can take it can take Supposedly, with the right headers, the Falcon can take a 302, and we bought a 302 for it. We found one. We found one the last year, and, and this is the fun thing that's going to become about the Vagabond Falcon because it's going to it's going to bookend the complete. Uh, um, it's going to bookend the Mustang story without ever touching a Mustang because okay, this is a first run Falcon that became the Mustang and the engine we have is out of a nineteen ninety three Thunderbird, the last year for the Windsor block, which is the <laughs> And uh, I believe that's the last year of the Forge rotating assembly too. What's what's that? I believe that's the last year of the Forge rotating assembly in that car too. Really Ed- educate me, what is fact. that? Uh crank uh Crank pistons and uh, and rods. Those came oh. for. Are you sure about that? Uh, it was either the ninety twos or the ninety threes of the last year of that. Yeah. Well, fact the, battle. Well, wait, fact so battle for the ninety four ninety five. Well, for the ninety four ninety five Mustangs, they still used five liter Windsors. So were those left over supply? Yeah, mm. ninety five was the last year of the five liter Mustang. Actually. Oh, so you're either wrong or oh, okay. you're right. And I will concede if I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, they used they used Windsor blocks, but yeah, they could have been like left over. They were. It uh, was like basically the last gasp of it was in the SN95. Yeah, 95. And then they couldn't meet emissions with it, and that's where they yeah. went to the dog shit 4.6. 93. That's is funny the, too because I'm trying to remember the the year my dad when I got my driver's license had a a um a, a Cougar mm. of that mm, error yeah. with the five liter. And you're right. driving that New England in the rain. Fucking. <laughs> I didn't even know what I was doing then. I was just a fucking idiot. I actually did crash it once. Um, but that car was fast as shit for a 16 year old. Five liter. Oh, yeah. Five liter. Heater, about baby. them entirely. Yeah. yeah. I saw one the other day. I took a picture and sent it to my dad. I'm like, look, it's a fucking Cougar. Cougar. It's a fucking Cougar. Did it have that kind of weird like notchback? Uh, that uh, um, yeah, uh, boom, 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 yeah, yeah, but it didn't have the vinyl top. It was this like a silver yeah, cougar yeah. with the cougar tiny badges. little like sl- cougar badges. Little. If you think about it, kind of look like the current Hellcat badges. Mm. Now that I think about it, yeah, yeah, they do. Mm. That's a what a weird fucking. We went from a a. a, a, a I'm trying to think here. I just I we went from my one, thoughts because I thought a Hellcat thing to another. Yeah, we went we went from the 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 first gen. Um, Falcon, Falcon yeah. all the way up through Mustang territory, and now we have arrived at Hellcat. All free association. See, here's the thing: yeah. is the podcast like, all paths lead to Hellcat. Mm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the the um, 
the motor we got for the Falcon is a uh, it is an HO motor. It was fuel it's injected. You got a hoe. I got a hoe. Throwing a hoe in that bitch. <laughs> we threw a top off. No more going back to fu- going back to carburetor. Our hoe is um, really one yeah. Um, not gonna. It's not gonna be fuel injected. <laughs> a fan, Justin Kramer, uh, gave us a a Edelbrock uh, fourteen oh five. Fourteen or oh, si- uh, is that four barrel? Four barrel mechanical secondaries uh, so electric maybe, choke. Edelbrock electric or choke. A holy. So six six. It's not a sixteen oh something. I don't fucking. All I know is what's on my truck, and it's an mm. Edelbrock, and it's a manual choke. But why okay. mechanical secondary? Wait, Me- it has a mechanical it's, secondary. It's Edelbrock with mechanical secondary. Edelbrock mechanical secondary is four barrel. I didn't know they ever came with Edelbrock with mechanical secondaries. But then again, I don't really deal with the um, mm. the lesser cars. And I don't know. <laughs> sh- oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just have what came on my truck, and I don't know shit Mine, about cars. Any Edelbrock <laughs> fans in the room? And yeah, I hate carbs. The so, uh, the uh, the this type I'm of Edelbrock. Switch to uh, Macunis. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. This type of Edelbrock carb has uh, it doesn't have the traditional like holly like like float bowls on either side that you can that. take off. Do it's integrated into the whole thing, and it also has, I guess, what they were calling accelerator. I'm getting my terms wrong. Either accelerator needles. It, it works. See, I know oh, motorcycle yeah, I know carbs where you have a, a needle jets that that thing that goes <laughs> right down into the into the jet and pulls out, and it's tapered for her pleasure and. <laughs> And as it so pulls, like a traffic cone, right? Yeah, and de- and depending on the taper and the tip is how much fuel you get as it pulls out. So I, I this is a carburetor that I'd never opened before, but I'm confident I, I can tune it myself. Well, um, not to interrupt too much, but uh, I could uh, do a little, like a short breakdown of the different types of the the two main types of carbs here. So what you're talking about, like the needle and seat carbs, mm-hmm. those are like SU Stromberg's, SU Skinner Union, you know, old school, and they used to use those on cars. But um, the Edelbrocks and the Hollies are like a Venturi style, so they actually have a jet that sits off to the side with a mm-hmm. fixed orifice, and mm-hmm. by changing that orifice somewhere in the carb, like with the uh, Hollies, you pull the football off and you undo a little, there's two little jets and they have holes in them, you just undo the old ones, you screw in the new ones, mm-hmm. that changes your ultimate fuel flow, mm-hmm. and they actually... Instead of, as I said, using the needle to control it, they use the actual amount of vacuum generated by the airflow through the engine, um, okay. which the other ones do that also, but there's no... So it's snake eating its own tail, basically. Yeah. So basically, no. The Edelbrocks and the Hollies, yeah, they, they work differently. Those needles are actually controlling the fuel flow from a separate location, but it's not being drawn up past the needle in the Venturi. Okay. The Venturi is okay. a separate place. There's two okay. And they do have accelerator pumps. Hollies has pumps. The Edelbrocks have pumps also, but they work differently because mm. American Four Barrel decided it couldn't die. Someone had to bring it back. See, right. I like so. little electronic things that squirt fuel into my cylinders <laughs> and are controlled by a computer. There was this really good Reddit... Uh, 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 thread where someone asked, "Can you? Can someone just explain to me the difference between carburation and fuel injection?" And this one guy said, "Okay, this is what fuel injection is. You're going to think of it in terms of baking a cake. Fuel injection reads the instructions, decides how much it needs, pours it into the pot, stirs it up, and puts it in the oven." Carburetor takes all the ingredients, looks up at the ceiling fan, throws all the <laughs> ingredients into the ceiling fan, and based on how fast and the angle of the blades, adjusts for how much falls into the bowl. That's fantastic. <laughs> that is fantastic. That just it just opened my eyes so much more to what's under my hood right now. <laughs> that is so good. Uh, that is fantastic. So you're getting the 302. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us more about the shop. 
Well, you pimp oh, that shop oh, yeah. a little bit. Bruce Hen Shop, Hamburg, Pennsylvania. It's he's going to be our new overseer, and uh, um, he's never advertised before. And this is regular car reviews first working relationship i mean we have two other sponsors we also have pipes performance exhaust in hatfield pennsylvania there are a uh, speaking of meat you know hatfield yeah. it's right next to hatfield too so uh oh okay all right california <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what you're like, talking about really specific pennsylvania references two pennsylvania people were like yes the joke's awesome <laughs> <laughs> the pennsylvanians RCR is known for bringing the meat, and uh, That's true. Uh, Hatfield is a meat processing company. So oh, okay. if you go into grocery stores, you'll see Hatfield meats, you'll see Kutztown's meats, you'll see Kunzler's meats. Mm. Everybody scrapple, in- scrapple, scrapple. All the scrapple you can take. Oh, I scrapple. love scrapple. Scrapple is what doesn't make it into sausage. <laughs> <laughs> You're not kidding. It's true. <laughs> that, that no, means- it's, I mean, yeah, go have breakfast at a New Jersey But it's diet. amazing. It's Yeah, it's like scrapple and eggs. If, if, if you want to get some Someone who's like, like a like like a foodie, but is is never heard of Scrapple. Don't tell them what it is. Just give them the eggs. Give them the Scrapple. They'll eat the Scrapple. Just say it's like yeah, it's like a meat thing, and then they'll eat it and say this is great. And then you get to tell them there's probably eyeballs in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had haggis? Have not. And it's I, I've been to fucking the, delicious. They sell it at the PA Renaissance Fair, and I've never tried it. There. I, I I had it. I had. A, we've talked about this on the podcast. It's actually one of the. For some reason, everybody loves this one. It's the one I, when I was super drunk. It was because you were super drunk itself. in a castle. I was in a castle in Scotland. Nice. And um, we had haggis at this big fancy dinner, and this guy in full Scottish dress came out, and he's like, this, and he's doing the song, and you look over the the actual British people who are there, and you're like, what is he saying? They're like, we have no fucking clue. And, <laughs> <laughs> and like one of the things he talked about, like in the poem that he's doing that they've done for you know eons, uh, it's rancid, and then you're hearing these words, like, what the fuck is he saying? You bite it, you're like, oh, this is delicious. It's like mm. it's like sausage. Oh, nice. Mm. Well, it's sausage in a stomach. That's yeah, all that's it really all it is. is. Oh, it's so good. Oh, okay. It's very. It's, Delicious. It's no different to me than the idea of uh, stuffing in a turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a can in my in my uh, pantry at home with a little blue ribbon on it because my girlfriend went to Scotland. My ex uh, like went to Scotland and she did an archaeology thing and she came back with a can of haggis. And Ooh. I don't think it's actually legal to sell here. I don't think really can, not in any like commercial quantity. There's probably ways to do it. Sure, yeah, you can go to like delis and butchers. There's probably some special it. ways yeah. to get yeah. hold of it. But yeah, and I'm like. This stuff's illegal. That's awesome. Yeah, so just awesome. sitting there in the pantry, right. I can't get rid of it. And like, I don't. Know, I just that's I, like the most illicit thing you have in your house, probably. Oh, you don't know my house. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what are what are the plans? You have the engine. Uh, what what else? I, I know you were searching for a gearbox. We got a gearbox. Going to be the AOD uh, Ford AOD uh, four speed. We're going to keep it automatic instead of converting it to manual you don't want to cut it up right no and i also want everybody to be able to experience it and i will concede that there you know are some people uh in pennsylvania who you know manuals don't get around <laughs> like, like they do and i want everybody especially people who aren't car people to have the experience of driving a vintage or classic car this is what the world was like and if you keep it something that's accessible maybe we'll turn on a few people to you know you can have a classic car. You can drive it. You're going to have to do some stuff to it. Yep. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is something that is still can still exist. So, And that's also from the same 1993 Thunderbird. Uh, so the engine and transmission oh, were nice. together. The story of that Thunderbird was it wasn't an accident. Um, Troy Few, uh, Troy Few, who is from Fairfax County, Virginia, uh, sold us the engine and transmission. He's a fan of the show at Friend Prices. And, so that's uh, of the Fairfax County Fruits, right? 
<laughs> he does have a farm, so you know, ah, there may be a whole family fruit farm. I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> he, hopefully, he's listening. He's like, I can tell them haggis. <laughs> uh, 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 Troy got this Thunderbird. And it was in a front end wreck, so the, all that really was was bent was the uh, clutch fan, and that, that was fine. And just because we're going to do, oh god, electric fan, yes, big big aluminum radiator, yes. Mm-hmm. And the car was then used by a a fire company as a jaws of life practice vehicle. Oh shit. <laughs> Now, they didn't touch the engine. They just cut up most of the body. Troy gets it, pulls the engine and everything out, takes this kind of tacoed car on the back of a flatbed to the wreckers and just said, here you go. I got a car. What can you give me for it? And he told me that they, those guys were angry. He's like, I can't sell this. Get rid of this. I'm like, well, it's scrap. Just take it. And he, he, uh, eventually they go back and forth. This guy just didn't want this car because they used everything on it. It's nothing but metal now. And Troy, I think, had to give him like 50 bucks or something. Just take <laughs> this thing. I'm not going to have this in my yard. So, so, so that was it. So we're going to run uh, a, a 302 uh, V8 uh, with an Edelbrock carburetor for now. For now, that's the top runner. Uh, we had three carbs to choose from. Uh, fans gave us carbs. Uh, we got the Edelbrock. We've got a Holly 600 with no choke on it. And, like it was either milled off or someone, maybe it never had it or who knows. Uh, uh, Bruce Hen thinks it may have come from a mud truck or just something that someone was racing who never had a choke. And then we have uh, a two-barrel uh, motorcraft uh, carburetor, which I think is manufactured under license by Holly or, or something that's like that. That's just the Ford. Yeah, that's Ford. Is, yeah. Oh. That's like that's their the brand, so. yeah, old school part stuff. I like, I think they still make, like, motorcraft spark plugs and stuff. Yeah, right? Brake yeah, heads, yeah, yeah, disc, all, all that stuff still sold as motorcraft. Yeah. Oh, I did the two-barrel, actually. I'm going to be the voice of, um, I'm going to be the anti-performance enthusiast voice. I mean, if this car is catering to muggles. You mean like, just. <laughs> <laughs> that's my new term now. Uh, muggles. <laughs> it's, it's not. Well, the car is going to be built to be a long distance. So you just distance. wanted to be, like, if you're saying if it's going to be a comfortable cruiser kind for of, the everyman, stick a two. Yeah, what's the point of the the, the four barrel with the Noise mechanical, sec- well, mechanical secondaries don't make any sense because you get some some guy in there and they're like, well, let's go fast, hit it, flood. Why? It, it mechanical would, secondaries yeah. aren't good for muggles or performance cars. Distances to meet people because uh, the, of Patreon well, the, goals. The but if they're going to be, gonna be if they're going to drive it the most, but it's still going to get good fuel economy, good torque. I mean, the, but also, like the pedal on that car is probably pretty heavy. So, like the per, the average person who comes from their 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 Civic or their Corolla dips into it, they they won't even know to press further no, and open true. that shit up. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like. It's just kind of a question of why right. have like, the extra <laughs> barrels. That I mean, there's more right. tuning and more is better. So I can't help this doing this voice even though he's ready. More is better. Thank you. <laughs> in, in, in truth, we only we we have the uh, the intake manifold for it. Uh, Right. It is a four-barrel one. You so. can get an adapter plate from any uh, Summit. Okay. Jags, it just kind of blocks it off. Yeah, it just you know what? I think my solution barrel. is you're going to be in the car with them more than likely. Just go. Be careful with the throttle. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. don't floor it. I mean, just in general, though, even for you driving, it's better torque, better fuel economy. Well, it's a project. We can go many different ways. I mean, that's the, that's the beauty of carburetors. There's no computer. It's just no, right. yeah. <laughs> pop it on. Here pop you it go. On. Here you, this, that, connect a yeah. few lines. The, the trick is that going to be that uh, throttle valve cable running from the uh, carburetor the to cable. the 
uh, AOD. But that's why we chose the AOD, because it's the most modern transmission you can put in. It doesn't require a computer to run it. Um, later, Ford went to the AOD-E, which is then in all the town cars and some of the crown. Yeah, both yeah. Ford and GM did the exact same thing. They took their four-speed, yeah. and then 1995 rolled around, and they're like, well, we'll slap the computer on it. Yeah, yeah. there's a little, this little extra thing with this, like, I don't know, like a mo- electric motor that just oh, that just pushed I that valve around. I am Shift Logic 1.0. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Exterminate. <laughs> 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 this car is actually garbage. Uh, <laughs> so let's get back to your Pacific Fister. Yeah, the reason you're we're here. here, you're in LA. Mm-hmm. You're not driving the Million Mile Lexus. Oh well, that sucks. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, you'll be a more backup trips. plan. Um, what? Where do you go from here? What's 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 happening tomorrow? What's happening the rest of the tomorrow? Show? We sh- we shoot in the LA area. Not sure where. Corbin had some ideas of where to film. We have all day tomorrow. We have two cars to film, and they're yes. coming to meet you wherever you yes. meet. Us. Are you comfortable saying what they are? No. Okay. Well, do we want to do it? But when's this podcast air? Next Wednesday. Well, this okay. will, it'll be a tease. It's not like you're going to give them a full review now. Okay. Well, it's up to you. The, you don't have to. Yeah. It. You can do well, what you got, do on Facebook. Oh yeah, we can Hence, get clues. Yeah, and I'll and I'll just neither confirm nor deny any of them. Right, exactly. Um, and it, we're so we're so backed up these days. <laughs> the uh, we've got a whole season to get through before we even get to the we even get get to releasing Pacific Fister videos. Sure. Yeah, it's going to be like two seasons before they even get to my car. So it's <laughs> weird. The uh, uh, we have. Two cars, one from 2006, one from 1997. One, it's a good question, I don't... The larger of the two may have a straight six or it may have a V8. Both are domestic cars. One is a brand that only exists in spirit. We're all, like, trying to guess in our heads. And, like, Corbin, oh, I, already, I already know. I already both know. cars... Okay, that's why I know. <laughs> both cars are two doors... One is two doors on paper. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Some kind mm. of uh, like an RX-8 or something. Or you've already done an RX-8, haven't you? We did do an RX-8. All right. It is not an RX-8. I can't. I don't want to guess I, anyways. I, yeah, I know. If you Just in case I get it. And, but you, you wouldn't say it. But still. But I'm not going to say. Okay. All right. I don't know. A lot, of the ones we're doing on, a lot of the ones we're doing on this road trip, I don't think a lot of people are going to guess even when really? things come out. Just because they're sort of out. Well, eh, they're not really out there. It's just like different. Well, tomorrow's two cars are regular cars. And yeah. then when we go to the Bay Area on uh, Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday night, we film all day Sunday. We will have the first not-quite-RCR meet. We're just going to say that we will be at the Blacksburg Cars and Coffee in Danville You're gonna this coming Sunday. You're going to get tons of people. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's, but they won't be there for – well, I mean, we could say There'll be people there, there no, anyway. No, yes. be, yeah. People will be very excited. Like, we've – you'll be surprised. We, mm-hmm. we, who, um, so, like, our YouTube channel and our podcast isn't as big as your stuff. And we had, uh, for our 100th episode, we had, you know – a a good amount of people show up at the bar and have drinks with us oh, and it was nice. fun uh, but the very first Hooniverse get together we did we did it in cooperation with Blipshift at the New York Auto Show a couple years ago and like maybe seven were we people- there? 
No, you didn't come to that one. I don't. Okay. I think you went to the New York Auto Show like the year after. Okay. Uh, maybe seven people showed up, but one of them who showed up was John Kraftcheck, who was the then president of Hyundai. <laughs> like, super cool dude. And I expected him to like have half a... And actually, Jack Baruth was there, too. I expected him to have half a beer and be like, all right, great, I gotta go. Mm. Um, but he didn't. He stayed. He had two beers. He talked to everybody, and he blew off like a car and driver or a road and track dinner or something like that to come hang out with us. Oh. John. So John Kraftcheck has always been one of my favorites. And who's, now he's just jumped to Google. Yep. Um, he went from, and he owns a caterer. He went from True Car, where he's an exec there. And now Jumped at the right time. Now he's running. <laughs> now he's running to Google. Yeah, for autonomous stuff, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but so, you, and, and you guys are bigger. I, I guarantee you'll have a shitload of people. I, Weird thing is, it'll be hard trying to sort of find us because people won't really know what to look for. Other oh, than yeah, that's I said everybody to look for the. I told Dad everybody fashion. to look for the look for Dad. the million mile Lexus because it has oh, the hashtag shit. on the back. <laughs> yeah. So now we're gonna have to tell people to look for a. 2014 a, Toyota Corolla. You should put a, like tape gray. on a fake, uh, t- fake like not the million hashtag not the million not Matt Ferris million mile. You know, Lexus. I think in my bags I have some painters tape. I could just put RCR on the hood. Hmm. That yeah, would you work do that. Yeah, yeah, that'll come right off. Just look for people with no faces. <laughs> yeah. no you think we're faces. joking that like they literally have no faces? It's kind of weird. Fun. It's like Silent Hill in here. I'll keep yeah, you know to how look, hard it is looking. to get laid with a digitized face. It's <laughs> weird. I'm like um, the question. So, but you are going. Then you're going past. <laughs> like a question. You're going past San Francisco all the way up to Portland, right? Mm-hmm. That's oh. the end. We wanted to go all the way to to Seattle, but time constraints just wouldn't allow it. So Portland is the end. Uh, there we will have. Oh, I even forget the cars that I'm doing there. Ah, well, I'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, so you're gonna have a, sh- a shitload of fun in Portland if you do have time to go out at night. I want to go into the city. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> you know what, uh, buddy of ours, Ted strong? Stoltz is gonna be with us. Okay. So, oh, Ted Stoltz is gonna be there. He moved to Portland, brother. Of oh, Eric that's Stoltz? right. You told me he's not yeah. in England anymore. Yeah. So, the, so, but because I know you're a you're a fan of beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you both like beer. Oh yes, Portland is is pretty good with the beer. Like there's, mm-hmm. it's pretentious hipster ground zero, but uh, on the west coast, you know, Brooklyn has it nailed down on the other side. But they they do their beer right. There's even this fun bar, and this is kind of a gimmick, but one of the bars I like has a a stock ticker of their beers, and based on demand, prices will fluctuate, oh. which is actually kind of cool. So and if you find something good that most people don't know, you can scoop it up for cheap. How's parking in Portland? I have no fucking clue because okay. the only times I've been there have been with automakers, so I'm uh, a spoiled auto journalist mm. bullshit. Well, I think you're good so long yeah, as you're not on bikes. a bizarre fixie. Everybody okay. rides their bikes, so there's probably plenty of spaces. Yeah, yeah. we just didn't want to repeat Chicago. I think you're going to be good. You're going to be good up there. You like beer. Mm-hmm. There are donut shops, mm-hmm. and they and there is a wealth of strip clubs too. So mm. you can have an interesting evening if you Titties. combine all three. But are um, dad? Strip clubs. <laughs> Only strip clubs for that. Well, you, you know, you go to a strip club, you have to wear the dad fashion. Oh, but she did, wifey has what the kids tonight. <laughs> but here's the thing: is you're going to show up in dad fashion, and somebody's going to think, "Oh, that's the new hipster thing." They're going to oh, think that's the new trend. God, if you start that, that'd be. He's got that normcore. That actually normcore. Normcore, yeah. man. I got norm. my polo shirt, the New Balance. I can just tuck it in. I'm wearing New Balance normcore with brown. Uh, it was the thing that you put up the other day, and you're like, "I got my, I got my new clothes, my nice clothes to get on the plane because I'm an adult." Yeah, you know, it's like I'm going. Not wear enough time. people. No, you don't have to. 
put on a fucking suit to get on a plane, but you also don't need to wear like gym shorts mm-hmm. and a tank top. You yeah. know what was great is as I was flying back in gym shorts and a t-shirt. Oh, God. That's <laughs> the tweet. I, well, I rolled. Yeah, I, yeah. It was one of those things where uh, I went to Boscov's. Yeah, another Pennsylvania. Another Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah, I feel like I like. I can understand being comfortable, but. You know what it was is when I left LA, I got the full security thing. Like they checked me for they checked me for bomb residue twice. So you're like, pat me down. You can see my dick through my shorts. I, I basically I looked at the guy. and I'm like having fun down there. And it, it, the great thing is is like they do that and they, and they send me through the whole thing. And, and then he grabbed it, it and you were like, la 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 la. <laughs> eh, whatever. You know, it's one of those things where they're digging through. And on the way back, I was just like. Fuck it. I don't want to deal with taking like every fucking belt off, having to hold my pants up. Oh, you don't if if a TSA guy tells you to take your belt off, if if he can see it, maybe you have to comply. But a lot of a lot of the stupid TSA people don't know that they've actually said you don't need to do that anymore. Yeah. So if my shirt hangs below my belt, I never fucking take my belt off. They were having none of that. So fuck mm. them. Yeah. So <laughs> Fuck you, TSA. So on the way back, you. I'm like, fuck it, I'm just wearing pajamas. Oh god. Oh. So. Well, gym shorts and t-shirt. And I bring this. I bring up the plane thing because I have a flight tomorrow. And oh. um, not to get off track here, but um, I do have a two and a half month old. And uh, yeah, first first plane flight tomorrow oh. with the baby. Um, thankfully, my wife is also going. Yeah, and she has to fly back by herself because I'm staying on the East Coast for a press trip. Mm-hmm. So she wants to do a trial run on the way out with me there to help but she wants me to not help to see how it goes by herself mm-hmm. so she says this will be good for the way back but just know everybody at the airport is going to think you're a fucking asshole <laughs> I'm like yeah that's probably true mm. like oh yeah do you deal with the kid I gotta go to Starbucks or the, the, the bar mm. um, so it's going to be exciting uh, Benadryl you'll be fine no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no two and a half right and we're now. doing everyone's like do a red eye you're like no 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 uh, if we had a four year old who would sleep through the night sure but no the kid sleeps better during the day plus Everybody else on the plane on a ten o'clock flight. You yeah. don't need to fucking sleep. You can stay awake. She's I'm, not stuffed up or anything right no, now. She'll right? be fine. Yeah, she'll be because that's 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 usually what gets. <laughs> that was me knocking on wood. That's usually what gets the kids screaming. No, no, no. She's she's she should be fine. Yeah. And I get a nice Nissan Rogue waiting for us mm-hmm. on the other end Ooh. to drive around in. So mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. So yeah. you got you, Oregon. I think you're gonna love. San Francisco is neat if you're very wealthy. Mm. Um, I think it's neat always, but you just can't stay is. there. Unless no, you can't stay there. And yeah. you're going to get mixed reactions when you tell it is, people it is you're on the Pacific city. Fister tour there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're going to get some very inviting reactions and some, Would you, you like know. to dine with us in Marin? Is it Marin? It's Marin. Marin. I always say it yeah. wrong. In in the, the, uh, Marin County that. where yeah. everybody just looks like Mark Marin. I'm going to I'm gonna go off mic for a second and I'm going to show you my itinerary. Just okay. to keep it on the DL. Oh, okay. oh we got to pause for a second. No, you can keep talking. Oh, okay. So we can keep talking. You know what's funny? I got to say this. When I first walked in, because I've never met you too in person you faceless freaks um so to and i've always i've been a fan since the beginning to so to hear your voices is weird at first i keep expecting you to break out in song yeah hearing my voice is weird <laughs> i mean it's weird because i didn't really sing at all before rcr oh I, really well no i used to sing for theater and high school you were school, the music man weren't you you didn't know i was in uh the sound of music and that oh. was uh, re- looping back around to the taylor swift story i played a nazi when you were, <laughs> basically i went to high school with taylor swift so um i, I was sh- in the I sound ask that. i was about to ask an inappropriate question well i mean i was 17 she no was no 12, it made sense at the time but, but as a 34 year old man i can't ask the question about high school aged taylor swift oh so go yeah on. no um but 
it was a seventh grade through twelfth grade high school. Anyway, The Sound of Music. I played a Nazi. She was the second oldest Von Trapp daughter. I had to come out and chase her off the stage, and I'm wearing this massive swastika, far larger swastika. I'm like, the needed beat. It could just be red. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I, here I am. Like, oh, no, it's Michael me. Jackson. <laughs> Look at me. I'm a Nazi man. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I'm coming to get you, Taylor Swift. <laughs> and then anyway. Uh, about, the, if it was actually that that was the dialogue, that would be the greatest <laughs> play yes, ever. Oh, hail Hitler. And then, <laughs> uh, then I got sick opening night. Oh, God. Get go on. But no. the weird thing about it is uh, about a year or two later, I heard – we all heard when she was moving to Nashville. like, we're never going to hear from that bitch again. Hey, <laughs> Jesus. I, I go back to what I said about Nashville. She uh, – <laughs> it's funny. Uh, also, oddly enough, the place I'm flying to in Rhode Island is a, a small town called Ashaway, Rhode Island. A town over is, is Watch Hill, which is a very fancy part of Rhode Island. And she owns uh, the most expensive private piece of real estate purchased in Rhode Island history. $27 million. Oh, wow. And it's right down the street from the hotel I like to have scotch at. So, okay, so I took a peek through the itinerary there. You've yeah. got some interesting stuff lined up. You're yeah. going to have really f- a lot of fun with one of them. Yeah. Ooh. One that scares me a little bit. It really? should. It should. It's and that's be- the San Francisco one. Oh. Yeah. That came <laughs> through the mic. You might want to cut that out. Yeah. Chris, double check. No, that. I didn't say it. No, but in I, case it didn't pick I, up. I could hear that. He could hear a... Oh, could, yeah, no, I didn't actually. Yeah, okay. So, All right, that's uh, gonna be awesome. I've uh, I've never I've never driven that. I can't say anymore because it'll spoil it. Um, um, but are you sure you're in automotive journalism? That is way too fucking organized for you to be involved really? in any of this. Do you oh, do? Thank you. Do you do? Do you work from a script? I gotta ask. No. Uh, n- no. Okay. The uh, you, you mean when we write the uh, the reviews? Is it the all voiceover? It's all voiceover. Oh. So, Except, like, so, the random yeah. bits that are clearly in right. the car. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, obviously, you write voiceover. Now, some of, some of them are written before the car. Like, if you have a car we're familiar with and there's jokes we already want to do in, we'll write it. Lately, though, as because we're working so far in the future, sometimes we'll uh, – well, Roman will be writing while I'll be filming or maybe he'll be filming a little bit and I'll be writing. And then we have the notes and we have a notebook. We got to put that, those notes on the shelf for like a month mm. because we will, we'll, we'll get to them. Yeah. And then, so sometimes I have to call the owner back up again and ask them some follow up sure. questions. And, uh, uh, for me, uh, I write all the RCRs on my end, like my, it's usually a 50, 50, like a uh, Roman will write his half. I'll write my half. Sometimes he'll write the entire narrative if I'm busy or if I have something I need to get out quick. I'll write the entire narrative. I'll just say, just give me your notes, and, and, I'll, and I'll build around that. And uh, I know this is a humble brag, but I handwrite the entire thing because that's just what's comfortable to me to, like, write them all out. So I wonder if – oh, but then I make tons of spelling mistakes because – because stationery doesn't have spell checker. I, I was I this very bourgeois uh, idea of auctioning off all the notebooks where all everything's handwritten <laughs> <Yeah>. out. 
I don't complete know. with like some jokes that are crossed out. <laughs> I've got the original draft RCR in you. It's really incredible. One of my my notes. semen touches where his semen went. <laughs> what am I doing? For a free thing, I'll give you my dedicated gym shorts into which I jack off. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Oh, it's like a sneeze guard. That's brilliant. Yeah. Well, I used to use a TI-85 graphing calculator and press it up against my perineum to inhibit, inhibit the semen from flowing out, but after what, that makes your dick hurt. Yeah, that's a, that's a hard edge to be pushing for that, for that long. I mean, you can use a mini DV tape, a, a case, and that has rounded edges. Yeah. yeah, well, I guess if you sat on it just the right way. This is a weird part in car podcast, guys. It is. Oh, no. And the funny thing is, so one thing I've started doing lately is keeping uh, track of what I want the title to be, and I only have three right now. It's uh, Baking a Carb Cake. I can sell them haggis, all in caps, or T85 to the taint, which is my current favorite. <laughs> that is, that's good. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we will see where this goes. Now, <clears throat> that's like a precision taint. So mm-hmm. both of you, Team RCR, your mm-hmm. background is in English literature, correct? Yes. Yes. Did you go to the same school? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so, I mean, I did undergrad at Penn State. and uh, Did you get touched by the football team? I, I got touched, but by... The right people for the most part. Okay, good. Um, I yeah, no, that's a big yeah. over exaggeration. No, I, <laughs> ah, Penn State I, apologist. It, Here no, we go. No, it was it was. A, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I I had a massive. I was way criminally <laughs> undersexed in college. <laughs> I I completely missed out on my fucking years. No, but the ah, uh, you're in them now. Don't yeah, worry about no. it. No, um. So after I graduated Penn State, I went to Kutztown, and that's where I met Mister Regular, where we met in the same class, where we you know basically learned all about the sort of things that we throw in RCR now, you know, the types of Theodore Dreiser, the, mm-hmm. you know, Henry James. Yeah. Those types of authors, you know, the classic. Well, the thing, way. the thing that really popped on my radar for, as far as RCR goes, I mean, I, and I still think to me, it's my favorite of your videos is the, the Hunter S Thompson. One. Thank yeah. you. That's mm-hmm. my favorite. I, we don't have a Porsche lined up for, uh, for, uh, for the Pacific Fister, but it may. I want to do another Porsche because I just want to bring back. Uh, just you do another just homage. For just, just just for like every single one has. Well, what if you got some like wicked Ducati? Everything has to be uh, a good doctor. <laughs> Don't forget, it was excellent. You have to do it. You, you, you nailed it. You crushed it. I, you're, you're just watching this. You're like, well, fuck. What, what I did was I read the Great Shark Hunt, and uh, which is a compilation uh, um, uh, a piece about uh, about uh, Raul Du, and and he uh, and and I just read it until I got the rhythm. And then uh, I would just write a little bit. It's like, I have to do this without copying it. Of course, I did copy some lines from the movie, put them in there so people would get it. And then, because some people wouldn't. I mean, some people hear that and they think I'm doing, uh, like, like Trevor from GTA Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> it's like the K-Pax review where nobody got that you were doing Kevin Spacey from K-Pax. K-Pax. Yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> right. Well, that, that was, was the, was the which, I don't even know hit. which one that one is. Which car did you do K-Pax? Nissan 370Z. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's oddly appropriate that. for that car. Oh, I have to go back and watch. It's just that. reviewing fantastic. it as an alien right. reviewing an Earth yeah. car. Yeah, That's fa- no. Oh, I think that actually now that makes. I think that I remember that. I think I remember that one because it's you buy a 370Z because you want a Corvette but you don't want an American. It's like you you somehow have a thing against Corvettes because right. they're in the same price range. But it's it's a very nice car. Right. But if you you had to say you're going to have to buy it with your own money. She's like, I get a it's Corvette so C6. I know I get a C6 every single time. But one they're is a not club. even close to being in the same performance range. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 370 it, is a car for performance enthusiasts. Corvette's a car for people who wear gold chains. Oh, <clears throat> oh, oh just drive the new one uh, and your fucking point of view. 
view will change. Will it? Yes. Will I did, it? I did yes. really will like it? the shifter. Especially because I've yeah. driven some some Zs, and I, I love Zs. I, I, I'm a Z car enthusiast. I had an 85 in college. I miss it. I drove a 240Z cross-country. I love Zs. Uh, the latest Nismo, something's wonky with the rear end. The price is wrong. Price it, needs to get, it needs to get lighter and less powerful. I think. Mm. Well, it got lighter than the 350, didn't it? It did, but and the 350 is a smaller. big piece of shit. <laughs> I fucking hate that car. People, you hear all those people being offended? Like, <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, <laughs> now, to be fair to the 350Z, the only one I've ever driven was the convertible, and there's no room inside. And oh. that's maybe the most heinous car design in the last decade. So the 370Z, but. I, I like the like the regular 370Z. The Nismo, oddly, there's something weird with the rear end transmission because they changed it from the year prior. And then I drove a convertible version, and the sticker was fifty four thousand dollars. That's a lot. I'm like, well, there's a Porsche Cayman over there that I yeah, think I'd rather yeah, get, or a Boxster yeah. if I need yeah. a convertible, right? Um, or like a, like the new M2 is probably fucking less than that. Or two thirty five. There's a lot of things. Right, the new exactly. Vet is pretty dope. Actually, that's also uh, GT350 money too. Ooh. Oh shit! That's that's yes. a, an amazing point because uh, that thing's supposed to be incredible. Yes, Ford yeah. Yay, sports cars! Yeah. Um. <laughs> October eighth, uh, eat hearty, nine a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a note. Uh, uh, what the the guys are doing? <laughs> I, I printed out. out every single page on uh, uh, of our trip. And, Is this uh, the one that you emailed? Yeah, did you, you spelled my see name it? wrong. Yeah. Oh gosh, darn <laughs> it, Glunker. Glonker. No, no N. Ah, uh, have well, I been there's mispronouncing? There's a C it? instead of an N. Oh, so it rhymes with a swear. I always feel which like is fun. I always feel like you should have optional umlauts over your U. <laughs> no, because then it'd be Gluker. It would be, but, it's but just, that's the way that people pronounce cool. it. Well, yeah, yeah. umlauts are always like it's good for an initial five percent. You want to? I, I think I spoke about this on the podcast before. You know what's fun in a really fucked up way? So I got to go to Nurburgring this year, which is the fun part yes. over the loudspeakers. Yes. So imagine just racetrack loudspeakers and German coming out of them. You're like, oh my god, I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you're, you're like, this is not oh, safe. And the, but they're like, but they're probably saying like, Schnitzel, half off, enjoy your days, yeah. lovely race cars. Oh, so the sun is shining. And I hear, Sigarde Dotter, Juden. You're like, what the fuck did he just say? Is Cartman here? Like, yeah. I need to get out of here. You know, the funny thing is, is you accidentally just said Jew. No, I know. I, that's the only, like, German word I know. Oh. I, I said Juden on purpose. Um, I don't yeah, know. Like, Guten Morgen. Yeah. I mean, it was Why a great experience. everybody wearing Hugo But it wasn't, it wasn't just, it wasn't just me. The, every now, like, our group, there's, like, maybe five journalists on this trip. And every now and then the speakers would be like, and she's like, we'd look at each other like, stay together. Stay strong. It'd be great. Is every five minutes. It's, it's that followed by Henry Ford. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I would hear that. Um, so it sounds like you have a wonderful trip prepared. What what comes after the Fister? There's more. After this, <laughs> where, do you, where do you put the fist next? Oh. Everything goes to the, the <laughs> to the Falcon. That is going to yeah. be the next uh, sideshow or getting this thing ready. It'll be the winter project. And then in 2017 is going to be RCR versus the U.K., Oh, uh, that'll be go rad. That's, we'll have to uh, let YouTube money and Patreon money build up for that because sure. the American dollar takes a tank. Mm. Uh, Although it's not that bad now. It's much really? better than it has been. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of closer. Yeah. I've never been to the UK. Has anybody else been? Uh, I here? wish. Briefly. I've always wanted to. Briefly. Keep buying car parts mm. forever and ever. When I get the rolls done, things are going to happen when that gets sold nice. and or done. For work, so I never got to like go exploring, but I did get to drive some cool car shit. That's about it. Okay. Did, Loved yeah. it. Um, Lovely. I know this is overkill, but I am going to need a UK fixer. 
I know. Oh, that, that makes sense. I, I, just somebody who's like, look, don't drive here. Oh, um, I might be able to help you out there. We have a uh, one of our editors lives in the UK. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, and he could, yeah, Chris. We've got enough UK contacts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I might have a perfect gentleman for you, actually. Mm. I got to figure out where, yeah. Where we'll in the UK are that. you going? I like gentlemen. And there's a certain there's a certain YouTuber that may, most of us are familiar with that I can put you in touch with. Oh, mm. Shmi? No. <laughs> no. I just know what, that. That's the only that one I know. Shmi one that can drive particularly Oh, Chris well. Harris. Yeah. You, you Does he like dick that jokes? Was the, that was, he's British, isn't he? You paused a little bit there. <laughs> isn't he? He's, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All, the Brits, all the Brits put up a front, but they're just as... I mean, this is the nation that brought us Benny Hill. So, That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Poo jokes with him, but yeah, mm. yeah. I wrote him fan mail once. Like wow. the only person I've ever, ever written fan mail to. I just don't do the fan thing. I don't really care about people who are like you're supposed to care about that much, except for Mister Regular, actually. <laughs> and why? Why? Well, I'm like I have to say this. Mr. Regular and the Roman, when I didn't know what they looked like, I thought they would look opposite. I oh. thought that would be how Mr. Regular looks, and that would be, they can't see where I'm pointing. Yeah, but right. I, yeah I thought they'd look switched. But anyway, um, yeah, I wrote like a long fan letter to Chris Harris once. I'm like, Chris Aww. Harris, you're, you're a great person. You're the only, you'll be, you're the one true, you're the one true journalist. I love you forever. That's, that's after, um, who was it? Spinelli, I think, said he could get me in touch with him or, or said he could like deliver it. I want to say. Oh, it's but funny because you could be like a young West Coast Spinelli. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly the hair. That's my rap name, Young West Coast <laughs> <laughs> See, if Mike, if Mike grew the beard out, yeah, he'd look like I don't your, know if he can. He, <laughs> no, Ooh. I don't think he can. I don't think he can. Bummer. I think he's probably like, it looks like hyena patches. Oh, man, mm. yeah. Um, now, so did you already do your East Coast tour? There's an East Coast tour, right? Or we there, did that. That was the Southern Stab. Southern Stab, that's which, what it was. Which uh, the almost season finale is coming out uh, this coming Monday. Uh, and then RCR has gone an entire year without missing a Monday. We've gotten a, a episode out every single Monday. But That's the Monday after is the first year we're going to miss them because we're still going to be here and not editing. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't able to get three weeks ahead of time. I was only able to get, like, one. So uh, the the car – and you can guess this. Um, hmm. The And this is coming out on – like oh yeah, this coming Monday, and uh, it's the only car to out crazy STI. Okay, that was probably Evo? too easy. That was probably too easy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. Well, I should have uh, made that harder. Yeah, but here's the thing: thing is, we don't know which generation. That's true. So, um, there you yeah. go. Still got that. So, and then after that, uh, <laughs> we're gonna take. We're, we have to take a week off, but what they'll get instead is a podcast between myself and the real Neil, uh, Neil Roberts, a friend of the show who rescued the Vagabond Falcon. When I bought it in Nashville, tried to drive it the 700 miles all the way back to the Hamburg area of Pennsylvania. It didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started really leaking ATF out of the front main seal of the transmission. It started getting very hot. Uh, Neil drove. I was within three hours of home, and Neil drove down with his truck and his trailer. Oh, threw he, it on the trailer. Threw it on the trailer, so just pay me gas money. And we had some good Chevy Ford jokes. And I was like, yep, it's a Chevy picking up another Ford. So we got that. <laughs> Draw it back home. And he has a 77 Resto Mod C3 with a very wonderful story. It wasn't a barn find. It was a yard find. It's been a double award winner uh, two years at Carlisle just because of this can't be the same car. It's 
Yeah, it, it, it's it's a full fiberglass restoration on it. Uh, this is a damn uh, thing brought back, and we have RCR. We've been making these little RCR goes to places where it's the bang rapid fire jokes, mm-hmm. and uh, we like car show. Oh, oh another the, the, your Corvette, the Corvette one was <laughs> amazing. My Corvette is right. best Corvette. Right. But you summed up <laughs> yeah. exactly the Corvette community. Yeah. I own a car, and I can't stand most of the other people that have. Mm-hmm. Well, younger guys have them okay because they basically just beat the piss out of them. Mm-hmm. But like the whole older guy. You know, back to your point with the gold chains and Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. Well, that's what Carlisle, I imagine, is mostly. My C5 is best C5 because I have Jimmy Buffett lyrics uh, (laughs) airbrushed on the inside of the trunk. Right. (laughs) The only songs I know of his is Cheeseburger in Paradise and, ah, damn it. (laughs) Margaritaville. There you go. Yeah. You know, it's it's the use of excess stick-on chrome bits. That oh it's yeah, just, that is like the place I blackened out my tail lights so they don't work. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, that was a, the the written piece to the the companion piece on Roan Track was pretty good too because you got into some of the like the, the bullshit autocrossing that sounded like it was going on and um, you had you had some golden oldies couples who were just sort of driving around the cone stabbing you, at the throttle a little bit. There was wasn't, a, wasn't one of them you overheard someone saying like, "Oh, I read a book on how to do this." Yes. Or <laughs> I actually said that. <laughs> I read a book how to how to do this. You gotta watch the cones. Oh, that's so good. That's oh crap! Just wonderful. I, before before we wrap it up, and I've been going for a while. I should read you the notes of the plane ride that I that I go had for it. Here. That we right can back. we can we can wind down on that, and then we can do our f- goodbye segment shit where we pimp all our social medias. Also, I should suggest if you're going to go to a show, there's Bob's Big Boy Meet in Burbank tomorrow. It's classic. West Coast American hot rod meat. Uh, that like, that's like an occasional Leno pops in. The archetypical meat. American mm. diner hot rod meat. Let's see the what the schedule shows tomorrow. Let, let's, well, I'm let's film what we can. Yeah. We've only got two cars to film. And then well, it's doable. We'll, we'll see what. I think if you're tomorrow. wrapped up by eight thirty or so, you'll be good. Oh, it's doable. A.M. Because yeah. if you got up, if you got up at night, yeah, it's it's further south than you want to go. But Donut Derelicts in Huntington's pretty rad too. But you that's have to go to Huntington, right? We don't far. go. You don't want to go south of the ninety. Just, <laughs> you, you can almost you can almost read this as uh, I apologize. I need to move the mic. You're fine, dude. Okay. The uh, uh, this is written a little bit in the Gonzo style, uh, <laughs> as where we break down every single uh, time. That this is today. This started today, um, Thursday, October first, five forty-six a.m. First shuttle full from hotel to airport. Last, last out of Saigon. Should have woke up earlier for someone else to wait. Cool wind across the parking lot. Other nervous patrons. Other nervous patrons in the hotel lobby porch. Five fifty-three a.m. Shuttle returns. What airline? What airline, driver says, slow, deliberate, pauses in between each syllable. We get a lot of international travelers here. 6.10 a.m., no security line, none, empty, a unicorn. I've never experienced this before, no security. I walk directly up, eyes of the security guard watching me the entire time. Usually I watch other people in the security lines. I watch their mistakes. I'm the king of TSA efficiency. I'm like George Clooney and up in the air. But I forgot how it works with an empty line watching the TSA agent watching me. I fumble. I fumble with my ID. I foolishly leave my wristwatch on. He had to check it to make sure. Get through. That was the amateur hour. 6.25 a.m. Now this is Eastern Standard, Eastern Time. Salmon bagel, $4 and change. 
6.28 a.m. Roman buys a bottle of water. Salad Works clerk has finger tattoos. A dollar sign is on his pinky. Pinky <laughs> finger. He starts every word with the letter D. Daddy done dirty Devon. <laughs> <laughs> that will be 137. A young Aaron Paul type stares into his egg white sandwich. A slick pilot rolls by, looking like every other pilot, except his rolling... Sorry. Oh, radio. (laughs) (laughs) Except his luggage has light-up disco wheels. 6.45 a.m. Pork pie hats don't work in airports. A Jewish-er Stephen Cross checks his time. His white yarmulke matches his white belt, which matches his white shoes. A late 50s former high school football star invades the personal space of the gate clerk at A4. He drapes his thick hands over the edge of the counter and takes his worthless standby pass back without smiling. 7 a.m. So, U.S. Airways Flight 737, just making sure, please be patient. 7.01 a.m. Crowds fidget. Shift weight from one foot to another. We would like to board our first class and any active military personnel first. We walk forward. Mm-hmm. We bought first class tickets to L.A. <laughs> I walk with purpose past everybody with practiced and practiced indifference that I've d- as if I've done this a million times before. Seven o seven a.m. We are seated and comfortable. My first time flying first class. First class seat. About three inches longer and three inches wider than a traditional seat. Armrest between seats is about a foot wide. The seat legs are the same width apart as coach. It's still hard to stuff my backpack under the seat in front of me. Hey, it's egg white eating Aaron Paul type. He's in coach. <laughs> a conchahawken, and that's a Pennsylvania joke, conchahawken is kind of a lesser, it's a nice place, but it's not, it's a lesser suburb of Philadelphia. The nice place is Westchester, and uh, the uh, conchahawken is, is a bit of a used-to-be kind of, it's conchahawken. It's your Irvine. Conchahawken exists your when Huntington. you know you're getting near Philly. There's yeah. a conchahawken curve. Yeah. Yeah. A Conchahawken couple sits behind me who upgraded from coach, uh, upgraded from coach to first class. Best $200 I ever spent, says Dad. The trays slide and transform out of the armrests. There are no trays on the seat in front of you. So fancy. (laughs) I get a drink while coach passengers are still boarding? Club soda? So fancy. I want to whip out the GoPro and start filming things, but all the coach passengers are still looking at me as they pass. Yes, gaze and be amazed at me, already comfortable and remaining so. (laughs) The round 80s arcade cabinet seat recline button is the same in first class as it is in coach. I don't know what I was expecting. A foreign-accented preteen puts his luggage in my overhead compartment and walks back to coach. It doesn't really matter. I didn't have anything to put up in there anyway. But still, 7.33 a.m. I'll tell you, Sharon, this is the best damn $200 I ever spent. (laughs) 8.25 a.m. Eastern Time. Keep me keeping my watch on Eastern Time until I'm at baggage claim in LAX. 
Seated next to me is a U.S. tennis player. She's going to Palm Springs for a tournament. She sounds German, but turns out she's from Ukraine. She lives in New Jersey. One-year-old son, married. She's very pretty. Be nice. <laughs> she is super polite and asks me questions about cars after I told her I write for Road and Track. I make no mention of regular car reviews. RCR would take too long to explain, and I don't have many female fans anyway. <laughs> I only say I do a YouTube show about cars. Is it on TV, she asks? No, just online, I say. Maybe someday, I smile and hold up two crossed fingers. 8.35 a.m., apple juice in a glass. A glass. All you plebes back in the coach have to make do with your hockey arena can't fight with them plastic cups. A gray-haired man in front of me reads a Kindle fire. The gap in the seats is wide enough for me to read, too. I read what he reads. Her, satin glisten, her skin glistened and the shadows played with her taunt body as she climbed out of the pool. Oh God. The gray-haired Kindle man's wife looked out the window. <laughs> the amazing part of that is that he actually owned a Kindle fire. <laughs> 9 a.m. Breakfast is served. I ask in an apologetic tone with raised eyebrows, may I have a Bloody Mary? Lisa, the tennis player, uh, owned 1991 Opal Astra, and she also owned a Lotta 6 and a Lotta 8 in the 80s. She says the Lottas were better cars than Opals. She tells me to read A Place Under the Sun, a Russian 1980s take on Theodore Dreiser's American Tragedy. Mm, 9.45 a.m. The Roman is in the other aisle. He opened the blanket bag. He's trying to sleep. <laughs> We're almost halfway there. Time moves very fast in first class. I I'm not <laughs> sore. I have a belly full of food and booze, and it's quiet up here. Lisa and the I were the only ones really talking. It feels like more, more like a dinner than a flight. 9.55 a.m., a baby cries somewhere, and it feels like a flight again. 10.05 a.m., first-class bathroom, larger than coach bathroom, but not by much. More headroom, not banging my head. The Airbus, the, the plane in question is an Airbus A321. 10.45 a.m., drifted off for a moment, very delightful. The air blowers are stronger here than they are in coach. <laughs> Uh, 10.29 a.m. Pacific Coast. 10.29 a.m. Pacific Coast. Now we're in LAX at baggage claim. Man in baggage claim bathroom. Shirt half undone. Eastern European looking. Mid-50s. Shaving. TSA friendly <laughs> bottle of Edge Pro Gel. 10.36 a.m. Baggage, baggage claim carousel warning light. Oh, radio, find my place. Baggage carousel radio, baggage carousel warning light and buzzer is taken from a skee-ball machine. Watching bags pop out of the conveyor belt is a lottery machine where the jackpot gets you back to zero. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's what I got. Yeah. Very, very I got to awesome. turn that into a road and track article. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you'll be able to do that. Uh, I want to go around the table. First, thanks, guys, for... Stopping by your first stop, um, 
sort of first stop here on the Pacific Fister. Um, you guys are going to have an awesome trip. You're going to see really cool stuff. San Francisco's awesome. You're going to have fun in L.A. with Mr. Corbin Goodwin. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then Portland's going to be fantastic. Thank you. Um, you guys are going to have a great time. Tell everybody where they can find you online. Like They already know, but tell them anyway. You know, Twitter and all that shit. Regular Cars on YouTube. Just type in Regular Cars Twitter at regular cars uh facebook reg car reviews but the easiest thing to do is just google regular car reviews we're the first two pages yep everything pops up there that's Mm -hmm. fantastic corbin where can people find you online if you exist online i mean i got a facebook (laughs) (laughs) i occasionally post humorous things and uh rolls royce pictures of it being perfect various states of disrepair awesome so uh chris uh pimp the good old shout engine yeah, if you've got uh, ridiculous things to say and AIDS jokes and so forth, uh, you can uh, start a Shout Engine uh, podcast, too. Just uh, head over to ShoutEngine.com. We'll get the free account to get you started. Uh, first hit's free. and uh, yeah, First you, taste. Yeah, you can uh, find me on Twitter, at HayesData. Uh, I respond to a lot of things, and some things I don't if they're particularly dumb. It's almost SEMA, so he's going to yell at people again. That'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> all right, so you know, go to iTunes, rate, and review this podcast. Uh, we've been actually lately consistent in the top 10 automotive for some reason. I don't know if they changed an algorithm, um, <laughs> but that's kind of cool to see. <clears throat> also, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Jay Glucker. Also, follow at the Hooniverse on Instagram. I'm Hooniverse Jeff. Um, go to our YouTube channel. Our subscriber number is climbing, and we want to keep getting that up there. Um, it's the Hooniverse on YouTube. And then go to Facebook. We're also the Hooniverse on Facebook, and or maybe we're just Hooniverse. I fucking forget, but you'll be able to find us yeah. if you type Hooniverse into the bar. Uh, do that and enjoy this. Uh, this is the end of part two of, because I just decided this is going to be a two-part episode, of the Regular Cars Review Podcast episode Spectacularo. I emphasize iTunes reviews, please. Peace out, fisters. Thank you.